Hey everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, Season 2. I am Wham James Season 2, as I stated last week, um, and I am taking part in my first It's November and We're Talking to Each Other episode, and I'm It's November and We're Talking to Each Other with my best friend Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, James. Yeah, this is um, very strange and different for you, I know, yeah. but... It's see, like, what even are we doing? I know. See if you can manage to get through an entire <laughs> podcast episode with me instead of someone that you record with multiple times a week. Wait. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I We'll see how it goes. We'll just kind of try and wing it. Um, yeah, I'm sure. And that's what editing's for. They'll make yeah, us exactly. sound great. Exactly. All those awkward pauses. Exactly. Um, so... It is November 1st mm-hmm. at the time Absolutely. of this recording. Yes. Which means that I guess in theory we should have already met our word count goals and if anything be ahead of schedule because the first day is, you know, motivation is high and energy is good and nobody's exhausted or falling down Google search rabbit holes yet, right? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I... Google search rabbit holes are, are a thing that I didn't realize were on the horizon, but I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah. When you're procrastinating? I, yeah. <laughs> actually, the guy in my book uh, did fall down a Google search rabbit hole, so I guess oh, did I did he? know about that. Yeah. Um, Already? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is not doing great. Um, well, that's okay. <laughs> but I, 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 wrote my, I wrote my words at, like, one in the morning today, this morning. So, oh, hey, good for you. Yeah, and I, and I wrote more than 1667, so all those things you said, I'm doing. Hey, guess <sighs> what I'm not doing yet. <laughs> How'd you do? How'd you um, do? So far, I am at, let me, let me check, uh, 505 words. Okay. okay. Um, my goal is, since I'm doing an abbreviated nano, my goal is a thousand sure. words a day. So I'm over halfway there. Um, there I have been, I had to get up at 630 this morning to get to Oof. a horse show out of state. Um, right. Which I was at until about, I walked in the door about 515 p.m. Um, <sighs> and then had to like get the kids fed and. Watered. And- watered and. You know, brushed down and yeah, yeah, just like the grooming (laughs) and the the dogs hadn't seen me all day. So they were amped. Um, Mm -hmm. Kevin came home from his trip. So I had to, you know, talk to him a little bit and debrief and stuff. Um, (laughs) So I so I just actually sat down to start writing like maybe an hour ago and I did get sucked into Facebook during that hour. I, I see. Yeah. So. I'm confident that I will hit my thousand word goal, especially now that I kind of like I've started the thing. I didn't really know where I was going to start the thing. Yeah. Now I've started it. And so I've got a scene that I can continue for a bit. So I I feel like I'm going to I'm going to be fine. Yeah. 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 I think you're I think you're going to be great. Absolutely. This week. Oh, this week. And that's all that's all you're promising yourself. Yeah. Well, so I would be lying if I said that. I'm only aiming for the 30,000 words and not actually secretly kind of planning to hit 50,000. Yeah. I don't think anyone who listened to season one is under any impression. that <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to take it low key <clears throat> and then just really impress everyone when I just come through in the end. Well, so here's <laughs> the thing. I am more stressed at the thought of, reaching my not the real goal goal mm-hmm. than I am 
like in this moment, I'm like, wow, the thought of only doing 30,000 words stresses me out more than the thought of doing 50,000. Like the thought of, quote unquote, not winning is more stressful to me than the thought of spending the extra time to write the extra 20,000 words. Right. Um, Yeah. The thing is, I'm writing a middle grade novel and those typically clock in around 25K. So I guess I'm. Maybe writing two middle grade novels. I don't know. Absolutely. We'll see what happens. My characters Finish the might... first one. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you can do. You know, at the end of all books that are not like novels written by like adults, they're like, "Hey, here's a sneak preview of the first chapter of the next book. Mm-hmm. Write that, and if that seems cool, then you just blast through the rest of the of the next one and exactly and just do two. Yeah. Exactly, and then I've got two books written. And not only did I meet the 50,000 word goal, but I also wrote two books, which means exactly. that next year I have to write three. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm setting myself up for failure already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. So how are you feeling about your, for, I mean, uh, you've, so you've exceeded your word count. Yes. How are you feeling about the story that you are working on? Are you excited about it? Have you hit any points where you're like, am I going to be able to make this work? I think so. I was talking to my dad about it uh, on Halloween, the day before yesterday, aka yesterday. Uh huh. Um, and I was telling him about how I'm thinking of setting it in a place called Portmanteau. Mm-hmm. And and by then, thinking about, you mean you're definitely doing that because I'll be mad if you don't. For sure, doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of having it be an inland city. Okay. So that there's no port whatsoever, That's and even possibly. Better. Uh, being the combination of two names uh, of two people that were like feuding and then gave up their feud and fused together like Newport and Mantoferson. Okay. And then they uh, they had a truce and they fused together to make their town Portmanteau. Just really leaning hard into that uh, that pun game that you do so well. I love just, it. Just hey, hold on one second. Just writing this down. <laughs> this idea that you just had in this moment. <laughs> Port. And Newport is not the one that I need to remember. Man, Tofferson. That's a gross looking word. Okay. Yeah, so. maybe workshop that one a little. <laughs> no, nah, but so anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I, I, I then... We eventually wound our way around to me saying I don't want this book to necessarily be like a like a comedy. Right. And my dad was like, you want it not to be a comedy, but you are naming the town Portmanteau. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's I mean, correct. Yeah. <laughs> and so and? When, when, <laughs> when I was writing yesterday, I was like, oh, man, because like my like I can't help it. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I, I like to think that what I'm doing is setting up a sunny act one so that act three can be super dark and, and suspenseful. Sure. Status report. My first escape hatch worked great. I wrote like 700, 800 words of his story about a prison and okay. this guy going to prison. Uh-huh. And then I reached a point where I was like, this fucking sucks. So I was like. Okay, first two words of the next sentence, then he gets interrupted. Excellent. And then I went into his life and him being interrupted by kids. And um, I worked in the, um, I don't know if your kids do this, but uh, my kids do a lot of, tend that you are a fisherman and you are uh, 
putting the worm on your hook and you're like, oh, why won't this worm go on my hook? And the other kid goes, oh, why won't this worm go on my hook? <laughs> and then they're like, and tend you are. <laughs> yeah, no, my kids are more like, okay, what if we're both bear butterfly fairies? And then Lorelai says, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and Kaylee says, okay, well, what do you want to be? And Lorelai says, I want to be watching TV. And Kaylee goes, okay, I'm going to be a butterfly fairy and you can be watching TV. That's, that's, I like to imagine uh, Kaylee sort of just flitting around. <laughs> Lorelai, who is watching TV, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, but imagine uh, flitting if an elephant did it. Kaylee sure. is the she, loudest yeah. child. She just clumps everywhere. Matt is into jumping and running now. He's been into running forever, but he is also into, like, jumping. Okay. And, like, kind of doing long jump from where our, like, our kitchen ends and, like, the sunken area of the family room begins Mm -hmm. he's like let me see how far i can jump into that room oh fun so that's cool we can't wait for track to start but we're worried it doesn't start until uh high school (laughs) i think it might not start until high school (laughs) so we may send him on some running errands yeah Um, so you worked this into your story to bring us back so i worked i worked the distraction (laughs) of right i worked the distraction of the kids basically playing in the room uh, that he's trying to work in uh, into the story. Not that I was, I, w- I thought it was fun because I was like, this is, this seems like a self insertion thing, but I was writing at 1 30 in the morning. Everyone was asleep and sure. it was not. Yeah, um, of course. So then uh, I did some fun stuff with like, you know, all right, well, how about kids? I want to play too. And they're like, really? And he's like, yeah, tend you go get your mom to take you to the park for a little bit and I will join you there later. And they're like, dad. So that was fun. But what I really struggled with was, I, so I remember dialogue once I was into the real world story. I was like, oh, wait, people talk to each other. And I like that. And I really thrive on writing that stuff. So I wrote some, like. People talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I wrote some scenes. Like I wrote like an exchange between him and his brother that it was kind of lovely because I was like, is this going on too long? And I was like. It's NaNoWriMo, baby. Don't worry about it. There is they no such thing. Tangents can abound. And yep. so, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I'm having fun. I'm sort of having, I'm sort of in that space of I wrote and then I was done. And then I went back through and took notes on what I'd written to have consistency later. Oh. Like, who did I name? What did I say that that person's job was? Okay. All that stuff. Um, That's smart. Because, like, I'm... <laughs> The, my main guy, he works on a committee that decides the colors of athletic shoes for this company. Okay. Like, they pick the, you know, this year's color. Uh-huh. That's his whole job, and it's a committee of seven people, so... That sounds <laughs> like a job that sounds made up, but probably actually exists. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also, boy, would I not want to do a group project with seven other people just trying to pick colors for yeah, a thing. Yeah, it... It was, I basically was like, what is the most do-nothing job, but also a job I would hate to have? Ah, yes. Yeah, you found it. Anything to do with colors. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also, I really want to, to say on record, um, one of the things I was talking about with my dad was, um, are you going, he said, are you going to have, what is this guy's interaction with media like? And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Or like, does he watch like Friends? Or does he watch like Pals, where six pals hang out in mm-hmm. Boston mm-hmm. and have interactions with each other like Justin was trying to date 
Sarah, you know, all this, like, so, like, it's like, you know what it is, but it also is not exactly that. Right. So I decided to, the first thing I decided to play with in that space was, uh, as I think I mentioned in one of my interviews or all of them, uh, he is participating in NaNoWriMo. Mm -hmm. Um, but I decided not to call it NaNoWriMo. Okay. Uh, um, so I called it Molo Bostoco, which is month long book and story writing competition. Molo Bostoco? Um, Molo Bostoco, yeah. I kind of love that. It's that's it really, was really good. fun. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> so then he's talking to his uh his brother whose girlfriend is doing it and wants him to do it and always wants to talk about it and whatever, and he's like, I just don't know what to do because I don't want to do that. I want to watch TV. Actually, quite un- quite not not unlike Lorelai, actually. Okay. <laughs> and uh then he's like he, he's like, You should do it. To, to you know the main guy and he says maybe it's time to put your mind to it and get on the modbo zovo po train and that was Kristen was like what is that stand for and I was like that's him not knowing what it's called and thinking that it's just a bunch of OOO stuff mm-hmm. and just sort of winging it and I was like I was having fun with it yeah good and, and then at the end I introduced the little red houses of the title and the creepiness and Kristen was reading this, and she got to the end, and she did the thing where, like, you scroll, but that's it, so it sort of bounces back. Okay. And she's like, wait, what What happens next? And I was like, yes, day one success. Uh-huh. So, that's um, awesome. But she also, she was like, I need to know whether or not I hate The Little Red House or not. And I was like, same, but I guess we'll find out tomorrow. So, <laughs> <laughs> I may be cutting the uh, thing that, that spawned the idea for the story, and also the title, completely so hey we'll see how i like that at all yeah well you know that's a thing that you know don't cut it until the end of the month oh no 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 no. yeah i'm not cutting anything at all yeah um no but, uh, typos they stay in yeah you, you i i did do some editing but it was to add words i so, like, oh see i have deleted and rephrased things yeah. um I, I did too but i was like he did something he had something like he like yeah. added sort of just like a to be verb. Yeah, I don't know. I think I may have actually lost words in what I was doing, but that's okay. Mm. It's like one. It's like one or two, but it makes the sentence sound better. So right, Absolutely. whatever. How are you doing? What's what's the scene that you're? What, what do you got so far? So here's the thing: every middle grade slash young adult horse series seems to have the first book titled "Back in the Saddle." Ah, sure. Not not always, but I feel like it's one of those really, really popular ones. So I was thinking, we'll just start there. Mm, Call the mm -hmm, book Back in the Saddle. And my thought was it's got so it's it's about three different girls who all ride at the same barn. But one of them has just moved to town. She was uh, like she has grown up riding Western and she was actually a pretty accomplished barrel racer. And now my original. what are both of those things? Um, Western is where you Western ride. is like the cowboy saddle that has like the horn on the front that you okay, can hang okay. a rope on versus English riding, which is like show jumping like the the oh. it's not all it's not all show jumping. But like if you watch and there's no horn on the front, there's no horn on the front. Oh, whoa. Yeah. OK, weird. Yeah, it's a much smaller. Um, it It's not all jumping. But like if you've ever seen like Olympic like, equestrian events, right. those are right. those are English. Uh, writing events. Okay. Um, cool. And nerd racing. Got it. Yes. <laughs> and so, and bar- <laughs> barrel racing is a Western riding sport where essentially you do a course of racing around barrels. 
And the whole oh, point okay. is to get around the barrels as fast as you can. So you're going very, very fast. The horses like lean hard right. into it. Yeah. I don't like it because I do not yeah. like the feeling of being on a horse that is leaning sideways like that. Sure, sure. Um, but my character Hope really loves it. Mm. And cool. my thinking had been that she had grown up like in the like further out west or somewhere where Western riding, like here in Northern Virginia, English riding is the predominant style because we live in hunt country. Mm. So that's sure. just kind of how it is. Um, but out like Morgan was saying that she used to ride and she's like, I've only ever ridden Western. Like English riding is just not a thing that people do. Yeah. I apparently, apparently my stepmom, who is the biggest horse person I know, uh, who is from, grew up in Colorado. Mm-hmm. was I, I was like, wait, they make, wait, they make saddles that do what now? Like- <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so she, my original plan was to have her have had some sort of like barrel racing accident that scared mm. her into not wanting to ride anymore. And then she moves to the Washington DC area because her mom yeah. is a congressperson nice. or something. And her parents basically sign her up for riding for like English riding lessons. And so she's first of all, like, I don't want to do this. I'm scared of horses now. Right. right. Because of that time that I, you know, busted my leg horribly right second i don't want to be living here third this isn't even the type of writing that i do like and so she was gonna have to get through that but as i was writing this opening scene of her mom being like hey get in the car we have a surprise for you i'm like maybe she did do some barrel racing and western riding but there but she like didn't hurt herself she just was like well they like i guess when we're you know when we move i'm not going to be riding anymore because i don't have a horse of my own so right. it's going to take a while before we get situated i don't know if her mom is still going to be a congressperson her dad is a writer her mom okay. might just be moving for some other work reason um spy her mom is a spy yep that's nice. that's canon now. Um, and so no matter what she actually <laughs> no officially she does actually in the book. Is, yeah. Well, I can't say which I can't say she's a spy. That would give it away. So <laughs> she she's definitely, a pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm they're currently on their way to this surprise, which is mm. a barn where her parents have bought her a horse of her own. Oh, <laughs> but she's got to learn to write English. Oh, okay. All um, right. And then while she's there, she's going to meet these other two girls who are pretty accomplished riders. And she is an accomplished rider, but she's never ridden this style before. Right. So there's going to be a lot of like back to basics type stuff. Right, right, right. Because um, I've ridden both English and Western, and there's a there's a big difference in like the way you sit, the way you steer. Sure. There, there's a lot of difference in that, especially if you're going from something like barrel racing to like jumping. Um, right. Similar thrill, different um, yeah. everything else. It's like uh, if you did like uh, like slalom skiing and then you did like the, the, the big crazy jump off the thing that, that scares me. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. same thing, but also in- entirely different and a whole different exactly. set of skills and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like a, cool. a lot of like the, the basic athleticism is going to carry over. Yeah. But you have to learn. You know, now you're not slaloming. You're just going in a straight line real fast. Now you're not (laughs) going towards these barrels. You're going to be flying over these jumps. You will be airborne, right? You will be airborne, yes. (laughs) 
Yeah. The so, ho- there's a horse, there's you, and then everything else is different. Exactly. Yeah. There's skis, there's you, you're cold, everything right, sure. else is different. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So, so go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about where I am. I'm pretty excited yeah. about how it's going so far. I'm looking forward to getting my next 500 or more words yeah. in tonight. Give me some advice. You're okay. you're, you're a guru, um, oh. a nano nano rimo guru, which means good rudder. That's not how you spell either of those words. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I'm thinking about. I'm I'm debating whether or not I'm going to be a okay. It's midnight now. I can write the next day's words because I am a fairly night owlish person. Sure. So, it, and it might be cool to be like, I don't have to think about NaNoWriMo all day long because I did it this morning. It's true. But if it then gets to be 11 o'clock tonight and I'm like, I should wait, right? I'm, I'm talking myself into the logic of this. I shouldn't be like, what if I write like 250 more words right now? And then when it comes to be midnight, then I can write some more. I shouldn't. I should just hang on to those until midnight if I'm going to no, do No, you should write whenever the inspiration strikes. Because here's okay. the thing. If okay. you write okay. okay. 3,000 words, like if you write your 1667 at midnight tonight, yeah, then, you know, at 11 p.m. tomorrow, you've got your 1667. So if you decide to sit down and write 500 more words, that's 500 less words you have to write the next day. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you said that. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, I could write a little bit more, like, in a little bit. Yeah. Every day that you write ahead makes up for a day when all you can manage to get out is 37 words. Because there right. will be at least, well, if you're me or Kyle, right. there will be at right. least one day when all you can do is type, and then they went to sleep. Yeah. Because that oh, you're man. like, that's all I want to do right now is go to sleep, but I have right. to... See, this is the if you're me, yeah, you need to update your word count daily so that you no, get no, those no. those daily badges. Kyle, I oh. don't think cares as much about those, yeah. so he would just be like, "Well, I guess I don't need to write four words today just to prove that I upped my word count." Well, I've I've gotten the first day update and the sixteen sixty seven word update, but if I write tonight before midnight, then I can get the update twice in a day badge. So, like, there you go, do it. Uh, listeners will remember back to the first interview where I asked Morgan, should I even do the website and mm-hmm. will laugh at me for what I just said? There's because... something really <laughs> appealing about those badges. <laughs> They're arbitrary and they mean nothing, but boy, do I love them. Because it's like, I mean, it's, it gives a, even a little bit of loose structure of like, hey, I could do I could do this. Like I could do, you know, this to get that badge today. So maybe that's what I'll mm-hmm. aim for. Yeah. Even if it's no other structure of like what the book should contain or whatever. Exactly. If you would like to follow us um, in our writing journeys and interact with us in our writing journeys, we would love that. You can find us on Twitter at WhamJuicePod. I check that account. Do you check that account? Yep. James checks that account. I think Morgan might check that account as well. The whole team doesn't, but you will be interacting with somebody if you if you go there. Um, you can also follow us individually. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet, on the internet at large at scavengersnetwork.com, 
on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the scavengers network on Patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. All, all that, uh, all that all at once is sort of overwhelming to me. I'm not really used to. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. We usually split it up a lot more. There are a bunch of other great shows on the network. We will mm-hmm. drop an ad for, well, our editors who are absolutely wonderful and we love them very much. We'll drop an ad for another one of our network shows at the end of this episode. You can also email the show at mm-hmm. whim, whim, American Moon Juice at gmail.com or you can call the hotline, which is at wet bad zero hot. Wet bad zero hot. Wet bad zero hot. Nice. Good job. So just type that in uh, and you can leave a voicemail for us and someone will answer it. Uh, it might be me or Aaron or anyone else. But yeah, yeah. come interact with, in, with us in that way as well. Yeah, and hey, if you're okay with it, we can drop your voicemail into the episode so that you too can have your voice heard on this here podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And also, good luck on everything, um, listener, with your NaNoWriMo if you're participating. And if you're not, I mean, I guess good luck in life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron, hey, good luck to you as as Hope learns about English racing and tries not to make fun of all the Poindexters that do that that style of racing. Yes, and good luck to you as you decide whether or not to scrap the entire thing that uh, was the whole basis for your story and its title. Cool, thank you. <laughs> Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network, with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. I'm Aaron And I'm Elizabeth. And on this show, we play no-holds-barred f*** Mary Kill. <laughs> yes, it's true. Only we don't bleep out the bad words. No regrets. Each episode is under 15 minutes, and you can find us on the Scavengers Network and wherever you like to get your podcasts.